Hello, strangers and friends. Welcome back to the Heart and Hustle podcast. I am Angelica Yard. And I'm Charisma O'Keefe. And I forgot what we say in the intro because it's been a while since we've recorded. It was <laughs> 10 years ago. Um, you know, we just talk about how we've been on and off recording this podcast for the past six, um, we'll be seven years next year. Yeah, mostly on, but I mean, mostly just recently, on. just we've only taken one break this year. Uh, but yeah, we just need a little break. We are back. Uh, we'll be talking about business and all of those lovely things as we always do for the rest of the year and into the new year. Uh, we have just a few more episodes coming out this year because we are already in December. And then in January, we have some great guests coming in. We're going to be talking about some topics like how to utilize your planner for a well-lived life, um, how to improve your Instagram and TikTok strategy, teaching creativity, wellness in the workplace, how to keep clients returning, starting and growing your email list. So those are just a few of the topics that we'll be covering in the new year. If you have a specific topic that you would like us to cover that is related to business or your small business, branding, marketing, wellness, anything like that, um, let us know. And if there's a certain person you would like us to interview in the new year, go ahead and let us know. We would love to be connected to them because we're always looking for new and interesting people. Yeah, we are not on the internet as much as Yeah, we we're not on the internet as much as we need used to be. To show us the people who need we need our uh, audience to hear from. Yeah, and you know, throughout the years we've been lucky enough to interview like a lot of people with just very interesting jobs and we love learning from people that, you know, we love learning from people in our own fields, but also from people that do things that are completely different. Like we've had toy mm-hmm. makers on and people that do stuff in like the sports fields and beauty, you know, just fields, beauty like fields yeah just things that are very different from what we do so that's always interesting to see what's going on in those fields and what we find is that a lot of times what applies in one field does apply to many so definitely send those things our way um, we are looking forward to 2023 it's going to be a great year I'm speaking it into existence but we're still in this year <laughs> You're like, I don't know. No, I'm, you know what? Do it. I'll let you speak goodness into the atmosphere. And you know what? That's what it's going to be next year. We're going to be like, this yes. Is we had a great time. It's going to be good. So today we're going to be going through our holiday gift guide and what we are leaving in 2022. So we wanted to share just some of the small businesses and, uh, you know, that we are frequenting or that we think would be great for you to pick up some gifts this year if you haven't already. And of course, you can support them in the new year as well. Um, and then we are going to tell you what we are leaving in 2022 as we head into 2023. So As you know, we're just always fans of shopping small if you can. I think that there's something about knowing where you actually, like who actually made the thing that you are using. Because to me, everything has like energy, like positive energy, negative energy, whatever. So I'm not trying to bring things that are like negative energy into my home. So I want to know like, where did this come from? Who made it? Are they a nice person? Are they terrible? And to me, it's a very easy way to kind of like, uh, you know, give money towards like the things that you care about all the time. Because if you're supporting a person who is doing good things in the community or doing good things in the world, uh, then they're going to just have the money to continue living life and doing those things. Right. So I'd much rather give my money to somebody like, you know, who, who actually needs it than to another big box corporation because they have a lot of money and what they do with their money is typically evil. So yeah. and even though know. this episode is coming out a little late and you may not get items in time for Christmas if you shop at these places, I want to reiterate how hard this December has been for small businesses. Um, definitely a, a 
just like not as high of a return on sales or any sales at all for some small businesses. So um, we're sharing this with in hopes that you uh, kind of come through for them this December and find some things that you love and like Christmas said, equally support a small business owner because it's been a rough December. Every channel that I'm in e-commerce wise, even with bigger, you know, medium sized, bigger small businesses that do very well. No one has been doing very well this December because of the economy and like the, the reality of where we are financially um, as a country. So if you could support, if you have it in you, if you're interested in any of these items, I definitely say go ahead and try to get them in the orders in now so you can get them before 2023 because um, it helps it helps support and it kind of will help give them a little boost at the back end of the month which is exciting yeah so one of my favorite businesses is your business huh. well no you don't have to sell buy from me <laughs> <laughs> caveat this was not about me because I don't market myself. So no, so neither do you and I. Both are really bad. Like we'll put out like one post and be like, buy the stuff if you want it. But okay. <laughs> because we we both have other jobs as well. But it's like I really do love your paper shop. It is one of my absolute favorite small businesses. I've bought many. Like I want people to understand. Like I pay you for things from your shop. Like because I love them. And and if you like your friends' things, then you should pay them. Right. Like that's definitely a thing that we. Should should be doing. Uh, but yeah, like you just have a lot of prints that I really like. I know that you already know like your like moon print is one of my favorite prints of all time. Um, I feel like it's just perfect for everything. I'm a witchy girl. So of course I love it. But I also feel like it would work in like a baby nursery. Like I feel like it would fit like anywhere. Like it's just yeah. like, yeah. The people who have babies, I've seen a lot of like nursery people. Yeah. Their nursery. Um, yeah. It's like, that's what I like about a lot of your prints is that they're versatile. So I think like, you know, most people that are like, especially in like, 20s 30s 40s as you're moving through like these different stages of life like maybe you have like a baby one year and then you know maybe you adopt a kid and like all of a sudden you have a seven-year-old and like maybe your niece moves in with you or like maybe you're not doing the kid thing at all but like you're changing the aesthetic in each of your different rooms trying to figure out like you know do I want to have like a workout room or whatever it is and so I love that your prints are like versatile and can be kind of moved around the home like they don't have to be in the same spot forever and they work in different places really well so that's something I really love about your prints and of course like I'm always a fan of like snail mail and I feel like now more than ever like like, so before a lot of people were pouring into social media, and it's not to say that they're not, but there's a lot of people that have pulled back because in order for like, if you're just a normal person and you're like, I don't have anything to promote, I just want to like connect with my friends on social media, it's hard to do that now because it's like, if it's not hitting a certain algorithm, blah, 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 it's like your post get buried. So there's people that just really don't post a lot anymore. Like a lot of normal people that aren't promoting something will not post on social media. And so it becomes a thing where it's like it's it's that much more important for us to connect outside of social media. And I feel like snail mail is such a great way to do that on a personal level. Um, and it's, you know, most of us have friends that do not live near us. Um, so for me, it's really great, like just connecting with those friends. Because if you haven't seen someone, as many of us have not seen people in years because of, you know, the pandemic and stuff, it's it feels like getting a hug in the mail when you got like a, this little card and you open it up and somebody's written something just for you. So it's just very personal. Um, and I, I like to send stuff even to friends and like leave stuff for, you know, I, I love dropping gifts off at people's homes and things like that. So I think it's great for that as well. Um, but yeah, I just, I love snail mail and I feel like I love that you do the packets where there's variety because to me, a lot of times I don't want to send everybody the exact same thing. And like a lot of times if you go to like target, that's what, like, that's what you get. <laughs> 
they're like, you can have 40 of the same print. And I'm like, okay, but like, first of all, my friends are very different. So they're not all going to like appreciate the same print. And then also like if I buy a bigger pack and I'm going to send somebody like multiple things, like I send my aunt like a lot of snail mail. And so I wouldn't want to send her the same print over and over and over again. So yeah, I just love that you have that variety there and people should definitely go check it out. It's studio-404.com is that correct yes that is okay correct. i actually just checked it because i haven't looked at it but it's still going we look at me remembering we bought the domain we renewed our domain name i know it renews in december so that's why it's like oh yeah we haven't let it lapse look at me got things going well i will um start my uh, figure out things and i will talk about your business because you actually did do business this year <laughs> um I can't explain to people until they actually smell the candles about how good they smell genuinely as like a, a smell that the scents are so different from what you get in the big box retailers. And I, again, I buy candles all the time, small candles, you know, from all over the place. I'm smelling candles all the time through my mask. Okay, when outside, I buy them, I smell them, you know, that type of thing. And they're still, you have, I've not smelled replicate scents from you. So in this like two years journey that you've gone on in making candles for kismet and charisma that i still have not matched a scent which is good for you a because that means i gotta buy my candles i can't just go find a candle from target or somewhere else but also because you make them hand pour with clean ingredients and i know that it's not putting filth in my house and so that's why i oftentimes gift them to people who have new babies um because they're always very stressed about scents and doing things in the house and it's very safe for pets and babies um so I, I can't explain it. The label is nice. It's a nice decor. It's nice to put out. The jar is nice. The shaping of the jar is nice. And I know some people don't care about that, but I do. I do too. <laughs> yeah. I'm an aesthetic girl. I yeah. It's it like, jar shape. <laughs> there's times where I like almost wish that I would open up a shop because it is very joyful to be able to see people, you know, actually like enjoying the, the candles. And I definitely like, this season, I have had some local people come over and be able to like smell, like certain like neighbors and stuff have come over and smelt them all and then pick the ones they wanted. And it's like awesome to see everybody smell all of them and be like, I want them all. Like I can't decide. And it, like, that's so fun. And I don't get to, I don't get to see that a lot. And especially like, you know, I started during the pandemic. So I literally did not see anyone even want after see, they you got it. Anyone smell anything. Like, right. Anyone's nose. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's, you know, it's been fun to get to do that a little bit more this year and see people react to them do a few more markets and things like that and seeing those reactions in person. But it is so funny to have like an online candle business because for the most part, like you don't see people's reactions, but you know, it's working because you see the repeat customers and like, it's always such a joy to see someone who you don't know who they are. And then they show up again and again, like ordering again. And you're like, okay, like this person really likes the sense. But yeah, that was always a, important to me is to have very clean sense and very strong sense mm -hmm. um, that, you know, that and are still going to deliver. not like overwhelming. Which right. Is like lasting, like they last. Yes. Yeah. Time. It's like, I want them to deliver the same way something would that you would get in the store, but I don't want them to have all of the nonsense <laughs> that's in them because to me, I'm, I'm sensitive to that stuff. Like my, my respiratory system is sensitive. Like my immune system is sensitive. So I don't want any of that stuff in my house. And also, yeah, I do like things that are aesthetic. And, and I also like, I'm a nerd. I think everybody knows that by this point. Um, so it was like, it was fun for me to like create some of the 
the names are nerdy, but without like the label being like too much. Cause I really love like a beautiful aesthetic look, but then I'm also a nerd. So it's kind of like, so yeah, it's, I'm, I'm glad that they're well-received and you know, it's been a fun season, like seeing them in people's homes and stuff again. Um, and yeah, I'm like, I, I think I'm going to take a little candle break, um, you know, in the beginning of the year and then over the summer. So it's like, if you don't get them now, they probably won't be back till spring. Um, and then again, another break in the summer and then they'll be back in fall. So I'm going to start selling them extremely seasonally. Um, just because I do so much volume in those seasons that it's just like, it just makes sense. You know what I mean? So the, yeah, the spreadsheets have spoken. Um, yeah. So I'm just like, yeah, let me just concentrate on those areas. And again, this season is always like bananas, but we're coming to the end of it. Like typically sales will drop off for me around Christmas. Cause I think everybody, you know, wants them like for Christmas gifts or wants to burn them throughout the season. Then I always do have people that come after Christmas that are like, Oh, can I get this and this? And then I'm like, listen, I'm probably sold out. So I'm not doing a report <laughs> too much work, but yeah, so you can get them at www.kismetandcharisma.com. And there's always a discount code, um, that is boss so hard, which is 20% off. And that's always, always up extremely there. Extremely kind because 20% yeah, away. I'm like, you know, my candles are still really affordable. And I have had a lot of people. I know and I've had a lot of people like, be like, you need to press up to a higher price point, especially because a lot of people that they are considered luxury because they and that has to do with how long they sit. Um, but yes, yeah, so they're technically considered luxury candles. And a lot of people that buy my candles do have a lot of money, but a lot of people that buy them don't. Um, so I've been really conscious of trying to keep them to a an affordable level because I, I do believe that everybody deserves to have like candles in their home that smell good, but also are not toxic. Um, so yeah, I'm going to continue. Hopefully like I've been very lucky that the suppliers I work with for jars and you know, my labels and, and wax and stuff have not had huge price jumps. So I haven't had to shop around a ton, um, you know, to find new people to work with. So that's been helpful. I have had to buy in bulk, but again, that's worked out because I sell out. So, so far everything's been going well. So very, very grateful. Um, so I'll get into talking about my favorite coffee place, which is create coffee. So this is a place that is local. So like, obviously if you don't live here, you can't go in and like get a coffee. But if you live here, you should go in and get a coffee. Tell them Christmas sent you. I, it's my favorite coffee spot. It's a very community-based type of place. The owner's in there almost every single day. It's just very, very community-driven, and I love that. But if you don't live here, you can still go to createcoffee.com, and you can order their coffees that they have in store. And you can also order their merch, and they have a lot of funny merch. And when I lived in uh, the D.C. area, literally every time that I would wear my coffee things shirt, which looks like stranger things but it says coffee things people would stop me and they'd be like oh my god where's that shirt because it's like a super comfy shirt so I wear it all the time and I also wear it when I travel so people stop me in different states and ask me where it's from and so it is the most asked item that I like wear it's an item that I get asked about the most so you can get it at createcoffee.com. They always have really funny like shirts with like funny puns in them. So it's like, yeah, buy a shirt, buy a coffee. And then again, if you're local, let's go get a coffee. Let's go Kiki. And you know, yeah, they're fantastic. And again, you're supporting an Asian owned business if you do that, which is always awesome. Yep. And so um, on the, while we were talking about minority owned coffee, Black Brews Coffee, Black Brothers is a black-owned coffee company where they actually 
brew their own beans as well and they're very local and they do a lot of central florida including like as far as lakeland as close as here to windermere you know orlando um farmers markets where they pop in but it's truly some of the best coffee i've had this year like between create and like that's been my top my top two this year and i've tried a bunch of coffee from different areas like i've traveled this year and been trying y'all have been drinking the coffee this year for real i've been drinking this coffee um and i even had a little break health wise to take a break from coffee but that you still like the purity of the way that they grind their beans and the way they roast and like um the availability and again having black men roast coffee in an, in an industry like you said like with create having asian people roast it's not typical uh you know what i mean so yeah support when you can but not just supporting because but it's actually good like it's it is actually product. good right yeah it's um, like and they ship online as well um and again they're um roasting is based in lakeland so it's a little about 45 minutes from here but 100 percent recommend so you can find them at blackbrewsbros.com and uh, highly recommend. Get some coffee for Christmas. We're going to need it for 2023 because we're going to be booked and busy and traveling. So get your coffee. Yes, I'm ready to travel again. Okay. Talk about our girl, Major. Let him know about the popcorn. Okay. Miss Major of Eat Project Pop. First of all, a queen. A supportive queen, a one who uplifts mm-hmm. business owners, uplifts her friends, uplifts yes. Orlando, uh, uplifts women, like supports small businesses. So outside of if she had no popcorn company, I would stand her just for these reasons. Agreed. She's truly a gem and she really uplifts women. Like I cannot explain to you how Major really taps into the community and has been kind of filling some of the holes and the gaps where people have moved out. Um in terms of the small business sector in Orlando and really making some great connections. But on top of that, she makes bomb AF popcorn. And you're going to have to speak more to it because I'm not a big popcorn person, but I do like her popcorn. I'm not going to say I snack on popcorn as like a regular thing because I traditionally do not. But if I had no options in my home and I'm like this or like Orville, whatever, I'm going to make just popcorn because it's clean, it's nice. She knows what she's doing and she makes amazing flavor combos and she's consistently testing and testing our local market and then also selling again to the nationwide market. So, yes, the way that I explain like how I feel about her popcorn to people is that I have bought it like multiple times, I think about four or five times for my brothers. Like I bought it specifically. I went and I said, this is for my brothers and I'm going to ship it to them. And then I ate it instead. So they have, I've been, I, and I tell them, it's not even like they don't know, like I tell them like, Hey, I got you some popcorn. I'm going to ship it up in the next few days. So look out for it. And then I just eat it. So this has happened like multiple times. And this this is the only thing, like typically (laughs) if I say I'm going to send them something, I send it. And so they're like, what, like, why do you keep telling us you're going to send us this? And then you don't send it. So I'm excited because they're coming into town. They're finally going to be able to get it because the only way I can like get it to them and not eat it before I send it is that I have to like, they have to to just go in person. Yeah, they have to, because it's so delicious. I mean, girl, I have literally put it in the box that has been labeled to like send them things. And And then I have taken it out and I've been like, I'll just get them another one like later and then I'll eat it. It is so good. It's like, and it's the perfect size too. Um, that you can like throw it like for me, like I can throw it in because I have like a big purse. I'll throw it in my bag or whatever. Like I sneak it into the movies and you don't have to feel like, you know, 
bad about it. Not that you should ever feel bad about eating food, but you know what I mean? It's like, you don't have to feel like, okay, this is going to make me sick. This is going to be like way too buttery. And, you know, for me, like I get very bloated after I have a lot of popcorn because it's like very salty and stuff. Um, my mom and I, like we get bloated when we just like look at certain foods like pretzels and popcorn and things like that. So it's nice to be able to have this and not feel like sick afterwards. Um, and it's just delicious. And Beyonce knows it exists and she says that you should get it. So like, I don't really know what I could say that is more important than Beyonce approves of it. Exactly. I mean, again, I know HBO is like on our list right now because they acting up, but they also know it exists. And when they were doing great things. Yes. <laughs> Yes. So yeah, definitely check it out. Um, it is at eatprojectpop.com. Um, and she has other snacks that she's working on as well. And it's, it's very interesting, the snack industry. Like I definitely want to have her on, especially like after she develops and releases her next snack to like learn more about the snack industry. Cause I know we've had her on before, but it's just like, it's such an interesting industry and I kind of don't understand it in the best way. and I'm like I have no desire to get into it but I find it to be very 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 interesting and I hope that more people get into it so that they are making stuff like this that is like easily accessible that I can buy and like eat like I I think I just I want to know more about it from like an eating perspective I guess because I want more people to make good snacks because unfortunately a lot of snacks are trash yeah so Yes, check it out. It's at eatprojectpop.com. Get you some popcorn. Get some popcorn. There are typically yeah. like Christmas flavored, like holiday flavored um, limited editions. There's a Black Lives Matter uh, popcorn that is my personal favorite. Um, so check it out. So another shop we want to talk to you about is Effie's Paper. Effie's, Effie'spaper.com. And she is like, she's been in the game forever when it comes to having just like beautiful project products that are like joyful happy you know and have a little bit of black girl magic sprinkled into them um so yeah i i've been obsessed with her stuff for a long time it's super cute a lot of you have probably already seen it on the internet even if you didn't know that you've seen it because a lot of her stuff is in like styled posts that like bloggers will use and that sort of thing um she's always been very good about like working with influencers and actually paying them stuff like that so yeah she she makes a lot of beautiful beautiful things she does um mugs that are super adorable like uh mugs that you travel mugs that's what i'm looking for i'm like mugs that you take with you travel mugs <laughs> and she has one that is uh the feature is female and it has flowers on it and it's beautiful um and she has hats and she has stationery and she has books and just all sorts of adorable things this is kind of like a one-stop shop where you can take care of everybody on your list with just this one shop um and yeah the lady who runs it is fantastic we've had her on the pod before uh, so you can go back and listen to her episode but yeah she is really great and the brand is beautiful and just happy and you know kind of works for works for everybody for the most part so yes that's a, a one-stop shop you can get all of your shopping done or you can just get something for yourself which is always good to do another good thing for yourself um is getting yourself a beauty box this year so that you don't have to do the work of finding new products or just products that work because I, I don't know for me I hate that like I know there's some people that probably enjoy the hunt I don't enjoy the hunt 
Um, I just want it to be done. Um, so for me, I get the Kinder Beauty box. I know I've talked about it on here before. It's at kinderbeauty.com. The reason I love it is because everything that's in it is cruelty-free, is vegan, you know, is non-toxic. So you're not going to be getting anything that's like messing with your hormones, nothing that's like doing anything weird to your body. Um, and I love it because I can try different things and not have to worry about that because typically for me, when I'm, I'm overwhelmed looking for, you know, whether it's a serum or a face wash or whatever, I'm overwhelmed by like how many bad ingredients there are in things and how I don't understand like what the words are that I'm reading on the ingredients list. So rather than having to Google each and every one of them, like it's nice to have a box that's kind of done that work for you already. Um, and I have been getting mine like since the beginning when they started. I am not like an influencer for them or anything like that. I just really love the product. Um, but yeah, it's kinderbeauty.com and it's only $24 a month and they give you full size everything and you typically get about six things a month. So, and what I love is they have like a lot of customization. So they have two boxes a month that you can choose from. Sometimes they'll have more makeup in a box, which is not really my jam typically. Sometimes I'll, I'll go for some of it, but a lot of times I won't. And so I'll like either skip that box or I'll go for the other box. So they make it a little bit more custom. And also like, you know, if you have curly hair versus having straight hair, or if you have thick hair versus thin hair, or if you're going to look better in brown, if you're going to look better in pink or whatever, they have like ways that you can pick for customization and stuff like that. So I love that because I think a lot of boxes don't think about the fact that like not everybody buying the box is like a blonde white girl. And so <laughs> this is the first box, at least one of the first boxes I've seen that like actually is like, oh, you don't all have to just have the exact same products. And I was like, oh, I appreciate that. Um, and then going back to super small customizable businesses, I just wanted to shout out Villains Layer Stitchery. Um, and you can find them on Facebook or Instagram at Villains Layer Citry. And if you're having issues finding them, follow, like, go to my thing. I follow we'll them We'll put links on the show yes. notes. Um, but yeah, this business is amazing because everything in it is literally, like, handmade. You know exactly who's making it. The guy who runs it is named Robbie. He's, like, the sweetest person. And I've gotten custom stuff done for him, actually, like, by him for Christmas as well, for this Christmas. Um, I'll be posting it after Christmas because people can't see it beforehand because then it'll ruin the surprise. But, yeah, I've gotten stuff from him before as well just for myself because I was like, I want that and it's cute. So I have scrunchies, I have hair bands, I have bags, all sorts of things, and then I got different things made from him for Christmas. But it's, I mean, the affordability is bananas. I felt like I was doing a robbery. Um, so you literally will not find, yeah, you will not find like cheaper custom pieces than you will from Villains Layer Citry, but they're also made beautifully. They're made to perfection. I honestly think that like throughout this year, the prices are going to go up massively just because of the, this is like literally such quality stuff. And I feel like the more and more orders he gets, you know, it's going to, he's going to have to charge a bit more because it's, you know, so yeah, the business is growing, get in now, but also you'll, you'll, you'll still want to pay for it later. You'll still be like, whatever, I'll pay the new prices because it's just really quality products and you're getting everything completely custom, which is very hard to find um, in a lot of places. And he does a lot of fun, nerdy stuff, which I love, but literally can, can pretty much do anything. So yeah, if you are in the market for bags, for scrunchies, uh, fanny packs, headbands, masks, um, anything like that, 
he he literally can do all of it. Like he's an amazing seamstress. Is that the word that I'm looking for? Sure. Okay. That sounds right. I feel like that's the word. <laughs> it's like, what do you call a person who sells? Seems person. I don't yeah. know. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, he's awesome at it. Definitely reach out to him. Um, if you know of any small businesses that I do you... want to plug one more, that's okay, not on yes. my list because I'm annoying. Um, but I did finally order from this company and I've been kind of repping them on social, I think since last year, like when I found out about them for um, Small Business Saturday and I ordered um, a shirt and I'm ordering some hats for one of my daughter's teachers um, from them. But Urban Native Era is an indigenous owned company based out of California. They, you've probably, if you if you run in the social justice circles on Instagram, I've seen the, the you are on native land social post. Um, and so they kind of coined that, that catchphrase and kind of made merch with it. And let me tell you, that shirt is so comfortable. Um, I'm not even gonna get into how like comfortable. Like, and you know, when you buy a T-shirt with a graphics or words on it, it's typically like it could be bad. But like the quality of the shirt that I've gotten from them is really good. And again. This is an indigenous-owned company. I'm wanting to support again the messaging, but also where the messaging, like letting people and remind people know, like this is not our land. <laughs> this is not ours. We are here because someone stole it, um, which is my favorite part of taking this shirt and wearing it out and about, and also just making sure people remind them, like, hey, this is there. So, um, definitely check out UrbanNativeEra.com. I will put a link to the show notes. They have hats, they have totes, they have all kinds of other things. If you're not into shirts, they have switched shirts um all kind of other things gift cards of course if you want to gift your friends this holiday season but i think it's very important that we again continue to support our indigenous communities in ways that matter and i think having this company on i hope they get bigger like i really want to yes let's say gift cards are also such a smart way like if, if you haven't gotten anything at this point and you're like unsure getting somebody a gift card because it's typically instant you can get it like through email so you can still get it to them on time and you know but you to me like i'm like cards via your phone like i right. do it all the time yeah so. i love a late gift though that's just me because i like to keep the the season going so <laughs> i'm like i love a late gift but yes if you um know of any businesses that you think we should highlight please just go ahead and uh slide into our dms let us know um or you can always email us at heart podcast at gmail.com um but yeah so that is our list and we are going to move into another section and talk to you about things that we are leaving in 2023. We like to, or 2022, goodness, I'm ahead of myself. <laughs> You're ready we, for I'm ready. Yeah. So we like to do this because, you know, I think it's good to say, hey, we learned this lesson or whatever. And then we're just like leaving the thing behind and just not, we're just not dealing with it in the new year. I think you need to set boundaries at the beginning of the year and just say like, listen, maybe I entertain that a bit this year. Um, but I'm just not going to be entertaining that going forward. So, you know, I, I think it's a it's a really good time. I know a lot of people have issues setting boundaries. I know it can be challenging. So for me, there's something about like the beginning of like a new year, the end of one that I just say, okay, this is that's that's it for that. We're, that's a wrap for that thing. So I think there's things that everybody needs to work on that like are kind of universal. And so we're going to kind of get into that list. So in 2022, you should leave behind for this year putting anything above your mental health um, because your mental health is literally just the most important thing that you have going on for you. It, it just really is like it's 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 your responsibility in a sense. Right. Like I think in a sense, society is responsible for the mental health of individuals a bit, but also like we're responsible for our own mental health. Yes. And 
you know, we're more responsible for it than anyone else is. Like you, I'm more responsible for my mental health than Angelica is for mine or John is for mine. Like, so I have to put it first. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's my job. It's my number one job. And I think that we can't head into 2023 continuing to say, well, I know that this thing is going to be just not good at all for my mental health. It's going to be terrible for me, but other people want me to do it. So I'm going to do it anyways. No, that's not, that's not the vibe going into 2023. If it's not good for your mental health, it's not good for you. And you just need to be clear about it and say, you know what, that actually doesn't work for me. Here's another option or just no, I'm not going to be able to do it. You know, I will say if you're in here, we're going into our junior year of the pandemic. Um, <laughs> because can't stop, won't stop. And outside of that, I think with the society right now, like we, we were, what did I watch? I watched the Xanax documentary that's on Netflix and it sure has a better name, but they really talked about Xanax and they were talking about how bad our mental health was in 2019. And so just imagine how bad it is right now. So yeah, it was really, I remember, and I've also looked back at posts that I made and then social media from other people in 2019 and and it was rough in 2019 people were really like yeah we were not doing well like the numbers there was a crisis um Mm -hmm. and then we got shoved into like being into this this area where we were polarized and really put against each other and i don't think anything has recovered and there hasn't been a major shift to help salvage the mental health of this country so no i mean we're not we're not taking care of like the actual physical health of people that like people are ignoring like the long COVID is a thing and it is a thing. And like, guys, I'm not just saying this cause I have read an article about it. I have friends that like were marathon runners. Literally I have a friend who was a marathon runner before COVID. And now she has a heart problem to the point that like, she's in the doctors all the time, like constant running tests on, on all these medications. And she is now considered disabled and like she's one of my disney friends we go to disney now she literally has to like you know park in the disabled area and like she has to have some accommodations to be able to like make it through the day and she otherwise is completely healthy there's no autoimmune system like uh, system disease type you know nothing else going on like quote unquote healthy and quote unquote in good shape and she got covid one time and this is the result yeah so, so just I, because we're at the end of the year, because there has been um, quite a few high-profile deaths by suicide, especially including today, um, it's just always in, in the back of my mind to, to seek the help that you need, because I don't think you can self-care your way out of mental health issues, and I think that's what we've been doing since 2020, is self-caring our way and trying to patch up our mental health issues without actually seeking the help that we need to seek, which is professional. Um, so... It's nice to have friends, it's nice to have mentors, it's nice to have family, but at the end of the day, we oftentimes need someone else to help us with our issues. And I understand that it's difficult to find a therapist who cares. Um, I get it. But I'd rather you put in the effort and find someone who can actually make a change in your life versus trying to patch holes and then more holes are coming. You know what I mean? So definitely take your mental health as a priority um, in 2023, please. And thank you. Yes. So, okay. Another thing that we are going to leave in this year is skipping 
movement and skipping workouts. And I don't want to say like just workouts because it's to me, I've been thinking more of just like moving my body this year as movement and not framing it as working out because like a lot of times people think of workouts as like workout is hard. Workout is not fun. All, you know, all those things associated with that word, or it might be a triggering word, but for me, it's just been about moving my body and understanding that like, that's not, I don't move my body so that I can lose weight and I don't move my body because like, you know, like any reason to do with society, it's because it's, it's my body and I should move it and it feels good to move it and it can be joyful to move it. So I've been trying to move it more in that, like, you know, with that headspace versus, um, oh, I've got to get through a hard workout or I have to move my body this much to be able to like feel as if I've accomplished something. It's not about that. It's about like just yesterday, um, you know, we were dealing with some stuff with our jobs, with real estate and lenders were making me unhappy. And if you work in real estate and you're an agent, you can probably relate. Lenders were making me unhappy. And I was, you know, went from my like normal cheery to self to being like, I want to flip a table. And so I told John, I was like, I'm going to go for a walk. I will be back. And I went and I just walked, you know, aimlessly for like an hour, just like walking around celebration and listening to 90s music. And then by like, I started the walk being like, oh my gosh, this is the end of the world. I'm so angry. Like I want to get in there and like yell on the phone. And then I finished the walk and I, no lie, was literally thinking to myself, like, isn't it a miracle that we're all alive here at the same time? Like this was my thought process by the end of this walk. And it was not a fast walk. I did not push myself. I just kind of like wandered, you know what I mean? And that just shows like how important that sort of movement, it doesn't have to be hard movement. It doesn't have to be incredibly challenging movement, but movement is so important for our overall well-being, And that's exactly why. Yeah. For sure. Um, as someone who hasn't had the ability to really move my body in the way that I used to or at all, really, without being in danger, um, you really miss that ability. Like, you miss being able to, like, I'm just going to go for a quick hour-long walk, like you said. Like, that's something that is so imperative, and while you can, please take advantage of it, because it sucks when you can't, so. Yes, and please, like, don't feel like, again, don't feel like you have to do an hour, you could do 15 minutes. I was very angry, so I did an hour because I was big mad, y'all. I needed the Um, whole time. No, I can't, there's just, it's, yeah, whole thing. Um, So do what you can, and while you can, because when you can't, it's very annoying. (laughs) That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, so another thing that we are leaving in 2022 is dealing with people's fake outrage. And I've seen this all year, people being like, I am so angry all of a sudden about a Disney movie because I'm not centered in it. And just whatever, like, ridiculous nonsense. And honestly, like, what I have learned is, like, it does not make sense. Again, this goes back to your mental health. It does not make sense to deal with people's fake outrage at all. Like, it is fake. They're not honestly that outrage. They're just ridiculous. They, they're wanting um, to have an, a reaction from you. They're wanting you to get upset. They're wanting to fight with you. And they literally cannot be reasoned with. Like, if you are yelling on the internet as a grown adult person and saying, that your childhood is being taken away from you and your childhood is ruined and you're 35 years old um, and it's ruined because a mermaid has a different color skin in a new movie than she had in the, the movie that you watched growing up, then you could not be reasoned with, right? And so I see so many people like trying to reason with these people and say, oh, well, you know, put yourself in these shoes. and the, you know. No, like just move on with your day. There are people 
that are joyful about it. And I'm just using this one example, but we know there's many of many of these fake outrage things happening all over the internet every day. Um, but there are many people that are joyful about it. So if you feel joyful about it, go talk to the people that are joyful and move on with your day. You do not have to argue. Like it is not your responsibility to argue with every single person about everything that they're fake outraged by. Right. It's no. just, it's a never ending cycle. Just don't argue with people on the internet. It's probably. Yes. <laughs> a great life. Le- I just, I can't, I have so many thoughts about the internet in 2022 and like 2023. It's going to be seeing so many debates about things and how people are debating for like no reason. It's right. It's not worth it. Walk away, um, close the tab, close the app and go take a walk instead. Literally for me, because I like I do have like Facebook groups that I'm in and I think I talk there more than like on I don't talk on like actual like my feed on Facebook. And they're all specific to people that are not gonna mess up my day in that way. And if I see somebody post something that is suspect, then I literally just delete the whole group. <laughs> like, because I'm just like, I just don't have time for it. I'm sorry. Like, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. I, I can't be bothered. Um, I literally saw somebody post and this is a this is a book group for a specific type of people that I'm in. And, um, you know, you would think that that would make everybody in it cool. But they weren't being cool. And so I was just like, I saw the fight start and I was like, I am out. Goodbye. And I just left the group. Because I just, it's just, it's just not Yeah, it. As they say in the groups and people, like the girls like to tussle and they do. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. internet people who get outraged by everything, they just like to argue. They have nothing else going on. Don't leave the trolls. True. Like, please walk away. Um, yes. So another thing we're going to leave in 2022 is negative self-talk. Because there's no reason that you need to be saying negative things to yourself. If you wouldn't say it to your best friend, if you wouldn't say it to any of your friends, why would you say it to yourself? And if you would say it to your best friend and you would say it to your other friends, then you probably have some inner work to do in therapy, right? So either way, the negative self-talk, it is, it is not, it does not need to continue. And I understand not every day you're going to wake up feeling super confident, You're not going to be like, ooh, I'm Beyonce, I'm Lizzo. Like, you're not going to have that feeling every day, and I understand that. I'm not saying you have to wake up super confident every day, but you can not say bad things about yourself, think bad things about yourself. You know, you can work towards, like, that neutrality. You know what I mean? Like, for me, like, I've seen a lot of people go more towards, like, okay, if I don't like my body, like, I'm going to think, like, just not think about type of thing about it. I don't know how to explain body neutrality well. I think that who is it? Michelle, who we've had on the podcast, and we'll link to her stuff um, in here. She's do she's like explaining it very very well on her social feed. So we'll like you know we'll share that with you because you guys should really check that out. She's going to share it in a way that makes much more sense. But essentially, I have learned a lot of that this year. It's like if you're not feeling great about your body or the way you look or whatever, just learning to be a little bit more neutral and not like just constantly judging yourself. Like not it doesn't have to be like oh I feel amazing and I look so great, but it can just be like. I'm not really thinking about that right now. I'm thinking about like other more important types of things. So she kind of like coaches people online a bit just for free on her, on her Instagram on how to do that. Um, but yeah, negative self-talk, just it's time to move past it. Like you really truly do not deserve that, especially from yourself. Exactly. Agreed. Um, I think as a practice to get into the habit of not speaking negatively about yourself, because I understand if you especially were raised in a household where that was, 
set like that was the norm that's what your family does is to go an hour and say okay i'm not gonna say anything negative about myself for an hour and then if that works try it again for the next hour and go through your day through that way go through that process until you get through the whole day without saying anything negative about yourself and then again repeat that to a week and see how you how long you can go without that and what can you what words can you use in the interim to replace those negative thoughts so how can you uplift yourself how can you give yourself grace versus saying things negative about yourself like i'm so dumb or i'm so you know whatever like actively choose to make a change in those verbs in those words in the way that you represent yourself and then also find a partner and someone that you can kind of work on this with who can hold you accountable to say, hey, okay, we're never going to say these things about ourselves again. Let's, what do we have to do to make that happen? So true, because, like, at the end of the day, it's it's a habit, right? You know? It's like, it's a habit. So if you practice it in small doses, you're going to get better and better and better at it. It's not going to be, you know, it might, and that's why I say it's like, it might take you all year <laughs> if you're working on some of these things. It might take you all year to, like, get to a point where you're like, oh, I feel like I've accomplished that. And for me, some of these things have taken a year or more. Um, and that's okay. But it's like you, it's time to start practicing that because, yeah, you essentially build that healthier habit. So saying yes to everything is not going to work for you. You're going to be exhausted. There's no reason that you need to try to agree to everything that anyone puts in front of you, right? Like you're allowed to say no to things. You don't have to feel guilty about it. And don't let make don't let people make you feel guilty about it because at the end of the day, like you know what's best for you. You know what you can take on. You know what you can handle. And I've been that person that has said yes to everything. Guys, it is exhausting. It is going to leave you with anxiety, probably depression. It's not worth it. You might in the moment feel like, oh, well, I feel better That's, because I didn't um, have to say no. But trust me, later you will be like, I wish I just said no. Watching the news mindlessly. And what we mean by that is our, and this isn't, I feel like this is definitely a hashtag elder millennial and Gen yes. X thing. I don't think Gen Z hears about news as much as they didn't grow up with TV on for the most part and they grew up in streaming. But um, having CNN in the background yeah. running nonstop, mindlessly just in the background of your day, it, or Fox News if that's your choice of entertainment because it's not a new source. But if that's your choice, either one, honestly, which no it, news. it should not like, be, and then MSNBC, like you should not be having this access to talk about the atrocities that are happening in the world 24 hours a day. We're not made to be that way, we're not made to absorb that impact. You are not made to do that. That includes scrolling on your phone's news portal, that includes trending topics on Twitter. Like, get off the news page, Mm -hmm. get out of the news cycle consistently all day, every day. The negative news affects you in a way. I'm not saying be ignorant and not know what's happening in the world, but protect your inner peace because we cannot solve all of the world's problems. And it is a great, the world is not doing well. It's not good. Whether or not this was always happening, and again, we weren't aware because we didn't have 24-7 immediate access to everything that was happening all over the globe at once. I don't know. But it is not good to know everything that happens in the globe all at once at the instant at the tips of your fingertips. Like, it's not good access for us. And so we have to be mindful of the way that we um, absorb news. And also because a lot of times now, especially journalism and the way things are being reported, like, there's not facts are a thing. Um, and there is not a standard about facts in certain, like, very hard. Right, right. 
and even when it's we wild the difference the standard was like, was, like when we were growing up like, even when we were like very very young now they just do not care yeah for sure but now it's like everything is just false like it's almost it's just like who can get it out first and then after yeah after they'll be like oh actually that part wasn't true but whatever yeah cooler for an artist that is very obscure who i like that's why whenever she puts out music that is how i found out about it because other than that i will not know she does not post all the time and the other day like two articles came from that Google alert that had absolutely nothing to do with this artist that were about several hundred people being murdered. I was upset. I was like, I did not sign up for this news. I did not want to know this news. I am sorry that this happened to these people, but oh I did not. Like, I was excited about music. I opened up my email and I get murder news. And this was very, so I can't imagine actively having that playing in the background all day, every day, because it does shift yeah. the way we think and perceive reality especially because a lot of the 24 7 news cycle areas run a lot of programming that's just basically like anchor based like it's the anchor's opinions and so that's that opinion becomes your opinion if you watch it all day every day like you're not forming an opinion of your own you're like wow i listened to this so this must be right no it's not right i'm sorry to tell you like they get things wrong all the time and they don't retract them on air they retract them after like we talked about so Yeah, I really wonder, like, when it comes to, like, evolution and things like that, like, of, like, humans, like, because we're just not supposed to hear this much news, like, all the time. Um, The the communication, you know, that we could have between each other was not, like, just in the last hundred years has just, like, changed so massively, like, every every few years. And so I am really interested to see, like, you know, just from, like, a curious point of, like, what what that is doing yeah because like we're the we're the people right now that are experiencing it so like you know 20 years from now i feel like there's going to be a lot more studies about like how this has affected us um but i do think it's like it's really something that we should think about in the moment and like i know that there's accounts out there like that i follow on um you know tiktok or instagram or whatever and they will say like I'm not about toxic positivity, but it's also like, I'm not the news. So like when I don't post about every bad thing that's happened on the internet, it's not because I don't as a human being, like know that this has happened and like acknowledge, you know, whatever, but they're like, but my job here is to show you colorful clothes or trips to Disney or, you know, whatever. They're like, I am not CNN. And like, I know that for a long time, there was a lot of people that were like, no, like you have to use your platform for this, that, and the other. And I'm not saying you should never speak out about anything, but I do think that like, right. yeah, well, it shouldn't, like, talking you about shouldn't have to go on and like, see a news story 100 times in your feed. Like, they are not educated enough, myself included. <laughs> right. Right. And exactly. No, 100%. I think that um, everything that was happening, you know, everything that's happened with like Israel and Palestine is a really good example because a lot of people felt pressured to say something (laughs) because people were like, well, if you don't say something, then you're not right. If you don't say something, then you're not spreading awareness and you're not saying whatever. And I think that you can say like, you can come in and just say, wow, this is complicated. I feel for everyone. Or you can say like, Hey, um, you know, Jewish friends in America, I see that this, 
lots of stuff is happening and I just want you to know I love you. But it's like you shouldn't you're not going to necessarily know how to deliver messages that are correct, that are politically correct, that are, you know, actual factual and that are not offensive like you, or just like that makes sense, right? Cuz people post like, what are we doing? Like <laughs> let's right. not do this. Who actually like was in the army and then the military and like right, right. So it's just one like, side of the not army. Everybody. You know what I mean? Like just keep your brain separate. Exactly. Yeah. So it's just like not everybody needs to post about all the things. If people, if their niche is clothing or joy or Disney or whatever, it's like let them do their thing and like. Like go, yeah, go to CNN when you are ready to receive your news, but know that not everybody wants to I don't want to see videos of celebrities being murdered, which I, thankfully, I have curated my internet experience to not have that. There were several people I knew who had just random people on their feeds. To not, yeah. Like this type of thing, we don't need it. You don't need to be a reporter also as well. Like we don't need your account. Right. You are not a reporter. Like you're not CNN. You don't need to share every news story that you come across. Like it is okay to just be a human being. And I think that like another, like it's interesting because on the internet, I feel like things are different than they are like in person, of course. Bring up and so a phone I think, like, and show them like a video of someone being murdered. That's you necessarily you are. every single Ooh. time. Right. Like, right. I would like, I can't, right. Like, there's very few, there's, of course, some celebrity deaths and some things that, like, for example, you and I would talk about that maybe, like, I wouldn't have talked about with a white friend, you know what I mean? Or, you know, a friend I'm not as close to, things like that. Um, so, but it's, like, on the internet, like, we're all talking about it all the time. And it's, like, that doesn't necessarily make sense. Like, if there's a celebrity death and it's a celebrity that, like, say, my brothers and I cared a lot growing up, then maybe we would text each other, oh, did you see so-and-so pass away? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's sad. You know, but it's, like, I wouldn't it bring it up to necessarily every single person no. I saw that day. And that's essentially what we're doing. And it doesn't really make any sense when you think about it. It's, like... And so, yeah, I really just want people to start kind of thinking about that a bit more and understanding that sometimes they're people want to go to their social media, they want to log into their Instagram or their TikTok or whatever, and have 20 minutes of joy. Right. They want 20, they're, they're like in between their break, you know, at whatever their job is or whatever. And they're just like, I want 15, 20 minutes to myself where I can just laugh at these videos and have a little bit of joy in my day. And there's nothing wrong with that. We need to stop shaming people for being like, I don't want to talk about these that I may or may or may not even understand, but it's like, it's Um, not their job to talk. Speaking of jobs, (laughs) the last thing I want you to do is let a job, and by job, we mean job, career, your business, whatever it is, define you because it can be so harmful and it can be so awful. And I, I really think about this with my friends who worked at Twitter and the way that the decimation of Twitter has really ruined so many people because they like their jobs and like where they work and the culture seemed sturdy and solid and leadership seemed solid and there seemed to be, you know, this was a job. Like it was, a, you know what I mean? Like uh, people worked there for 10 years, plus, plus, plus. And, um, one day, just like in 24 hours, that whole situation changed for so many people and it's devastating. And it really, there was no, um, 
remorse and they were offered nothing and they were given nothing but grief honestly and things that they still have to deal with and obviously they will hopefully and some of them have already moved on to greener pastures but it's still painful and I think that there are ways that we can enjoy the work that we do without letting the work that we do define who we are as people and I know that journey is different for each one of us because we all do different work and it's very hard when you're a social worker or you know a doctor um versus I you know we I make things on the internet yeah my pixels I push pixels I come up with concepts I consult with people and I do at sometimes do let this job consume me because I grew up in a, in a situation where I didn't have, you know, the, the financial stability that I have now and I had to work for it and I don't want it to go anywhere. And so for me, I'm like, I got to keep this money and hoard it like Scrooge McDuck. Uh, <laughs> 100, 100. I'm like, I'm like gonna, this, is one of those, this is, I think, the only thing on the list vacations. that is like, I'm still mindset of hoarding yeah. and, and holding on yeah. to the jobs that we have jobs when it's a job with us like several um because we uh, we are afraid and we have fear of returning back to something that we didn't enjoy you know we, i like my life like it is now um so i i i it's a struggle and i know several people struggle with this especially now and especially with the way the economy is supposedly going and the way the economy has been like stocks in general have been just a massacre this year you know it's not been great um but you have to find something outside of your job and i 100 percent you're gonna see me say a nine thousand times this year if you see me say it on the internet you probably see me say it a thousand nine thousand times in the next year if i haven't done it already about retiring to a flower farm in the middle of nowhere because at the end of the day seeing people go through that type of the things that happen yep. and twitter's not the only place like i i know of an agency that um is closing the doors in 30 days and told their employees yesterday and like just having to be in the room and like after and like the awkward and just watching people oh, really are trying to process gosh. like the next move like what's next uh, it's difficult and it's hard especially when, when you work with a small business and you kind of kind of dedicate it yourself right. to the, the person and the, the idea and their dream and that that was your dream and it's not your dream anymore like it hurts like it, you know so we got to figure out collectively on this journey maybe we'll talk about it more in episodes next year what we can do to, to free ourselves from the bondage of our jobs and our careers and uh, what that means as adults because it honestly doesn't mean anything also like it's so funny because you do i think of someone like barack obama who was the president for eight yeah. years and like you know like yes it was important but it's not, it just isn't to if he was never president, he still would be Barack Obama. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it just it's being on the other side of watching someone, right. I guess, get the greatest yeah. job in the world, so to speak. Yeah, seeing them afterwards, and they're like, "I'm in a restaurant with my wife, just regularly." You know what I mean? Like, it just that doesn't even matter. It's so interesting. So we'll talk about it. We'll we'll have to come back to it. Yeah, but I think we we need to start trying to cut those bonds away from. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's like it is interesting because I do know that like it's especially more in our society as Americans like to be so tied to your job where it's just like you it's such a huge part of your identity and it's like you know it's it's so hard for us to define ourselves outside of that 
Um, whereas in some other cultures, like they, they can do their jobs and love their jobs and enjoy their jobs, but they can also be like, you got all right, and that's my job. Thing. And now that, I'm done doing my job for the day. So I'm going to like do other hobbies. things. I'm like, there's a me outside of it. Yeah. And I, I so like admire people that I see mm-hmm. that, that are successful and that have, that just continue to grow. If that, you know right. what I mean? Like, um, and, and it doesn't all have to be for just for their job. I think that that's really, really entertaining and really admirable. And I know like some people are starting to kind of share a little bit more of that journey, um, when they're doing it and it's, it's beautiful to see. And I, I hope we see more of that. And I think like some of the other things we talked about lead to that. I'm, I'm hoping because it's like, you know, if you are putting your mental health first, if you're saying no to things, you know, if you're not talking negatively to yourself, then you're going to have a little bit more space and more room to say, all right, maybe I have a little more time in my day. Cause I said no to things. I'm putting my mental health first. So what, what makes me feel good? I'm talking positively to myself. So I believe yeah. I can try new um, things. Shana and that's how you build that identity. I think outside of like just your job. She's in Chicago right now. Um, but she, you've seen her stuff. She's around. She's, she's been licensed. I will link to the Twitter thread today. But she's been having some conversations about AI, and a lot of artists have because it's been very stressful. Um, but today she talked about you don't need to monetize everything that you love. Yes. Conversation yeah. Creating the children's book. Somebody created a children's book um, out of AI art. And, like, not right. that there, that's nuance in itself, but the argument from people is like, oh, if I enjoy something, I should be able to monetize it like you did it as an artist. And she's like, I, there are many things that I enjoy that I don't monetize. And I think that's what we have to do. Like, I love writing, and I, that's why I don't share my writing. That's why I don't publish it, and I kind of want to keep it in the corner of my little circle. I just finished it yeah. last month, you know, that type of thing. And I like it. And sometimes I'm like, oh, maybe if I shared it or try to get it. And I'm like, no. I'm not going to ruin this thing. Like, I, this is the only thing I'm not making money from, you know, right? <laughs> like, a lot of my other skills are consistently monetized in my life to, to kind of, to the, the right. end of my being at some time. So, yeah, I think there's some more nuanced conversations, but I definitely think, like, what you said, um, if you start yeah. taking a lot of the other steps you talked about, I think it will start to obviously see an opportunity to move away from letting your job define who you are. And also, like, lean into stuff you're not good at because, like, for me, like, if I'm good at something, kind of like you said, like, it's like you just, you monetize it, especially, like, again, coming from our backgrounds where we didn't have financial security growing up. So we're very much like, listen, if we can, we can make a a dollar off of it, we're about to do it. But, like, yeah, but, like, I, like, for me, like, if you find something that you aren't the best at, that you can't make money off of, but you enjoy, that can be like a sweet spot. And for me that it took a while because I don't like to do things I'm not good at, or like I used to not like to do things I'm not good at. Uh, but now that's something like that's kind of, cause I'm not like very, I'm not, I don't think I'm like great with like illustration. Right. Um, but I like it. Um, and it's something that I can, like, I can draw and paint and things like that. And it's not that great, <laughs> but it's like, I, like someone's gonna buy it which i think is a good thing (laughs) that's what i'm trying to say it's like it's a good thing because it's like people are like people would look at that and be like okay charisma like you do yeah you do your thing but like no one's gonna want to buy it and so that's good because it's just like it's an easy hobby for me to do that is low stress so yeah if you can find something like that 
it's going to make it that much easier. I think I'm hoping pot. I actually want to be good okay. at pottery though, no. but I well, also don't want to sell it. So just make me not sell it. That's I'm, I'm giving you that assignment <laughs> in 2023. No, I'm like, I don't anything that is hard to ship. Candles are so hard to ship. So I think that will keep me from, from doing it because I know how hard it is to ship. So I'm going to be like, yeah, no, I'm not going to, not going to do it, but I am excited to get more into it and explore. And I think again, like as we try different things, we learn more about ourselves um, and, we'll and we learn about the cells. It doesn't week. have to be um, our job. Spending. It's almost Christmas. It's about that time. Sleigh bills are ringing. Um, but we are excited to again, offer these last couple episodes of the year. And again, starting off strong again in January. Like, we are great in January. January, February, we'd be killing it. But we get to October, and I'm like, yo, and I and there are reasons. Like yes, it's not just yes, you know, like, that's our time. Bad health problems. Um, so it definitely right. It was definitely me. It was not. No, it you, was yeah, like you definitely it was not. <laughs> <laughs> Look, but last year it was yeah, mine, so it's like you know, taking turns. It's fine. Podcast. <laughs> Twitter, yes. heart, pod, right? Or is it opposite? It's been so long. Look at us. Look at us. And then obviously, this uh, Studio 404 Design yep, you're right. Charisma. You're right. You're right. Yeah. You got it. Kizma and Charisma. Follow her on Instagram. Should have spring candles. Um, but yeah, shop small. Shop from people of color. Yes. All of the things. Yes. And we will be in touch next week. Bye. All right, guys, we'll see you next week. Bye.